Welcome to another episode of Modern Off-Grid DIY. If you've ever been curious on topics like living off the grid, completely off the grid, solar systems, renewable energy, or just need inspiration to think outside the box, you've come to the right place. This is Modern Off-Grid DIY. Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to another episode of Modern Off-Grid DIY. In today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit more about the last little uh, solar system that I installed recently. Um, the video did go live, so if you have not seen that video, definitely take a look at it. Uh, it's a quick walkthrough of a very simple uh, budget 12-volt solar system. So um, I just went over there to that property to kind of monitor and take a look at things. Um, it's been running on solar now for two weeks, and it's been doing fine. Now, the current uh, experiment, I should say, that I have been trying to do is in that little cabin, teeny house, trailer, whatever you'd like to call it, is a refrigerator. That refrigerator runs on either propane or electricity. Now, previously, we had it running on propane, and it works fine on propane. No problems. The only problem is, is that, of course, there is a cost involved when you use propane. Because when the propane gets low or empty, you have to refill it, which costs you money. You also have to, you know, take that tank to be filled. So that takes more time and money, right? Because you have to, you know, disconnect it, load it into your car, go to wherever you have to go to fill it, have them fill it, pay the money, reload it back up, come home and reconnect it. Now, it's not such a big deal, but there is a process involved with doing that and the cost, right? So we were trying to see if the small little budget, simple solar system had enough juice or enough power to run that refrigerator on electricity instead of propane. Now, today is technically day two of the experiment with running it on electricity. So with all honesty, I want to tell you guys the plain facts. Yesterday, when we hooked it up to do the test, we plugged it in, we turned off the propane, we switched it over to electricity, the refrigerator. And we started that at maybe lunchtime, and we let it run, you know, all day into the afternoon. And it, the solar system during the day can run it. That, that's perfectly fine. It can run it during the day. It was running it all day until about 5.30, maybe 6 o'clock in the afternoon. Because at that time, the sun is not no longer directly over the panel, right? The sun is, um, you know, about to set for the evening, right? So it's starting to get darker. Now, that's the, that's the problem, right? During the day, it can run it. But once that sun starts to go down, because the refrigerator pulls so much power, and that refrigerator is very inefficient, I should state that it's very inefficient. It pulls over 300 something watts. I think like 320 or 350 watts. That's pretty crazy for a small little refrigerator like that. So that tells you that it's not really efficient because it's pulling so much power, right? And throughout the day yesterday, I was watching it to see how long it would stay on because refrigerators don't run 24 seven. Re refrigerators turn off and on through the day, right? So once it gets up to its, it's, it's cooled down to its temperature, the refrigerator will kick off and stay off until the thermostat realizes that the temperature has now risen above the, the set point 
it'll go ahead and kick back on. So through the day, so it's supposed to kick on and off. Now, I should state, yesterday I only seen it kick off once, and it was for a very short period of time. And then it kicked right back on. So it's running more. You know, it's not kicking on and off as you would expect like a regular refrigerator. So that's a negative, right? Now, yesterday evening, when it came maybe 5.30, somewhere around there, I got a phone call from the person that's staying there saying that their inverter is, make, you know, buzzing. You know, it's... It, most of us would know the sound. We call it the inverter is screaming because it's giving that alert that, hey, the voltage is starting to get way too low for me to operate. And it's giving you the audible alarm to let you know that something is happening and we're about to run out of power for the inverter to run. So when I got the phone call, I told them to unplug the refrigerator because the refrigerator was constant, just pulling over 300 watts, just pulling it. So as soon as they unplugged it, perfect the voltage and everything on the batteries and the charge controller and the uh, inverter jumped back up to 12, 3, 12, 4. And then they ran on that power all night long last night because it wasn't pulling so much power anymore, right? Because we unplugged it. So that was the, the experiment in a sense. So today is day two and I turned it on at about 8, 30, 9 o'clock this morning to kind of try to give it more of a fair chance. You know, instead of a half day, let's give it a full day and see what happens. So that was this morning. Now I went over there to check on the system and it is still running the refrigerator on electricity. Okay. Um, now here's the thing. It is pulling way too much juice. So the experiment in a sense with this small little budget solar system to run that, you know, heavy appliance as far as electricity is not going to work properly. And I'll explain why. All because it can run it efficiently during the... Well, not efficiently. Let's just say it can run it during the day. Here's a, here's a scenario. When the clouds come in and start to cover up the panels or block the sun from getting to the panels, you know, instead of you getting your full amount of power, you know, in this instance, we have 600 watts of, pan, um, 600 watts of solar, which is not technically a very big system. It's a small system. But when the sun's the sun, I mean the clouds roll over, you know we might be getting fifty percent of that power or less. Now the charge controller is trying its best to charge those batteries to keep them full, but there's just not enough power coming in to really um, supplement the refrigerator usage and to keep the batteries charged at the same time, right? So it's really pulling a lot of power out of the batteries. So with that said, um, this afternoon. Um, I'm actually going to go over there and I'm going to unplug the refrigerator from electricity and we're going to go ahead and put it back onto propane because we know for a fact it runs fine on propane. It's just that extra cost and, you know, like I said earlier. So now here's the other scenario. Either the person that's living in there will either have to deal with the propane, right? The ongoing cost and ongoing extra, you know, time and labor and all that to refill and you know change out the empty tanks and stuff or we can actually remove that refrigerator and we can go and actually get a efficient refrigerator so for those of you that are new or have not seen a lot of my my content on my youtube channel look in the playlist go through them because there's a lot of videos that i have on another little teeny house that i remodeled and completely redid brand new shower, brand new, brand new everything. 
And what we did was we installed a little refrigerator. That refrigerator is technically the exact same size refrigerator that's that's in the other um, tiny house that we're currently talking about right now. Same size. Difference is, is that the other refrigerator that I installed in the other place is 100% electricity, but it runs efficient. Okay? So it kicks on and off through the day like it's supposed to, like a regular refrigerator. But not only that, the load, the amount of power or energy it takes to run that refrigerator is a lot lower than the 300 plus watts from the older, you know, gas powered, electric powered refrigerator. So the other one that I installed for a different place only runs at about 100 and, 180 watts. And it, it, doesn't, it doesn't stay on, right? It just turns on for a little bit to cool everything down and it turns off and it cycles through that all day long. So 180 is way better than 120, I mean 320 or 350. That's a big difference when you're building a small little off-grid house on a budget, right? Not everybody's got a ton of money to go and buy tons of panels and tons of batteries and the best of the best, right? And so you have to gauge your situation like that. So we're going to, we're going to do two things. We're either going to leave it now on propane. And if they decide that they don't want to do that anymore, then we'll go ahead and switch it out to a, a more energy efficient refrigerator. That way the solar system can actually keep up with itself, keep everything charged, keep the refrigerator running, you know, that kind of thing. So sometimes you have to try and, you know, if you fail at trying to make something work, that's okay. At least you tried. And at least you know for a fact, yes or no, it can or cannot work, right? So that is, that's where we're at right now, guys. So at the end of the day, I'm sure the refrigerator is going to be fine. But when the sun starts to go down, the, the amount of power it's pulling out of the batteries way too fast is going to drain those batteries. So at the end of the day, we're going to go ahead and unplug that refrigerator. And we're going to switch it back onto propane, which is not a big deal. All I have to do is turn the propane tank back on and switch it over to the actual actual propane setting for that refrigerator and it's going to still operate which is kind of good because then it's less strain on the solar system and which means you have more power for yourself in your home for your you know lights TVs um, whatever you got to charge up and run you have that electricity available instead of kind of like you're really borderline because you're pulling so much power for that refrigerator so <coughs> excuse me <coughs> Excuse me. So the moral of the story here is, you know, you know, if you have it already, try it. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Right. Um, now, the other thing is make sure whatever you're going to be purchasing or using on your little off grid house or cabin or trailer or whatever it may be. Do your due diligence on checking the specs for the appliance that you plan on running on your small system. Right. So when I built my house. I did all that. I went through everything to make sure everything was within a range. I had a range of where they needed to be. If they're going to be over that range, then I was going to look for an alternative brand or alternative um, appliance, right? And so for my house, my house runs very efficient for electricity. I have a full-size regular refrigerator Samsung, but it runs very efficient, right? All of my lights in my home are LED. So when you turn on the light, it's like barely using anything. And then I have a, you know, I do have some big screen TVs, but they're all LED and they barely, you know, they do pull some power, but nowhere near what it would if it was not LED. You know, so do your due diligence. In fact, the old little um, remodel trailer that I did for a different family member, 
when I bought that refrigerator for them to put in there, I went around and I started looking around at all these refrigerators that was, you know, small enough to go in a small little cabin, teeny house, where it wasn't going to be too big. But I, the main thing was the efficiency. I was looking at how much energy or power it uses because that, that determines a lot. So anyway, guys, I hope I, this information finds you well. Um, if you're planning something or you're, you know, embarking on that journey of living off the grid or just switching over to solar and you're on a budget, it can absolutely be done. Sure. But, you, you know, you have to do your due diligence to weed out those appliances that are using way too much electricity because I promise you it'll benefit you way better in the long run as time goes on. So thanks for you guys support and I'll see you guys on the next one.